0: Ramble. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of The Tripod. You have Eugene and Keith only from The Try Guys today.
1: That's right, and you, as always, we are joined by our podcast Gremlin, Miles Bonsignore. What a special day. Yeah, I think this is the first
0: tripod with just two of us. Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone else is busy. They're too busy for you, (laughs) viewers and listeners. (laughs) Well, you know, that means we get to do something awesome, which is talk about things only us two enjoy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, I guess these two, the other guys might enjoy some of these things, but they don't enjoy these things to the extent that Eugene and I do. So
0: like, we geek out over this together. Mm -hmm. It's like how they geek out over fantasy football. Yes. Oh my God, when they talk fantasy football, Keith and I, our eyes glaze over, and we just stare at each other from across the it just, room. That yeah, just seems fantasy
1: football. Just things like seems like something that you should just stress yourself out with every weekend. <laughs> it doesn't seem fun. I never see them being happy about it. They're just like, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I'm like, that job. seems unhappy. Yeah, it's a job. You're yeah. running a team.
0: <laughs> but Zach especially has no interest in any sports. But he Except likes football, he likes he watching football, football, but he doesn't really. want to play any sports. No, he doesn't. But want I guess to it's very different if you're a fan of a
2: sport yeah. versus if you want to play it. Yeah. Fantasy football is also like playing risk, right? Kind you, of. Yeah. It's kind like gambling. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think it's really the core is that they want to gamble. Oh, 100%. Which I think both of you and I would probably not care about gambling in Vegas. No, I'm never attracted to that. I mean, really? I,
1: look, your money can go so far in Vegas. Yeah. And if you put it on a table, you're most likely going to lose it. Yeah. Or you could go buy like this so delicious much food. There's yes. amazing shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are, There's like cool experiences. Yep. They have like they have all like the bullshit that's in every other tourist town. They have every tourist town's bullshit. <laughs> so you could go. You could go buy a seashell. You could go to a seashell store <laughs> in Las Vegas. I guarantee you there are seashell stores in Las Vegas. And that is in
0: the center of the desert. Oh my god. Well, today we are going to talk about two of our favorite things. Music. And cartoons. Music and cartoons. Mm -hmm. That's what we've decided are the Keith and Eugene uh, top faves. What
1: musical have you seen recently? Have you seen a musical recently?
0: In uh, theater or in film version? Full-on musical Broadway or touring uh, musical. Oh gosh, the last musical I've seen in person. Hmm... Wow, I think it's been a while. I know. Did you see one in New York last time we were there? The last time I was there, I was going to go
1: see, I wanted to go see Beetlejuice. Uh, but I couldn't, and I I still have never seen the Harry Potter. I know it's not a musical, but the cursed child, the, the oh yeah, the eighteen-hour Harry Potter. The one experience. where you have to go to two different yeah, shows. That? Is
0: it supposed to be good? It's, I heard the
1: book was not good.
0: I heard it's good if you're a big Harry Potter fan. Okay, just because it's it's servicing. Which I don't think
1: I think Harry Potter fan. I don't think there is a. I'm okay on Harry Potter. I think you <laughs> love Harry Potter, or you've never experienced it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Or, or you just have decided you don't like it. Like how you if you missed out on watching Star Wars, you just decide you don't like it because you right. don't want to watch nine movies to find out if you like it. <laughs>
0: but I get clearly that. you're a big Harry Potter fan.
1: though. I'm a huge Harry Potter yeah, fan. I it love was like, Harry Potter. Yeah, it was the <laughs> only book series that I legitimately loved reading. Like I read a lot as a kid, mm-hmm, but it always kind of felt like a chore. I felt like I was one of those readers that I would look to see how many pages were left in the chapter to see like when I could stop. Because mm-hmm. my mom made us read like at least... Like five chapters a day in the summer, so that we like, oh, good for her. That's great. It was a good thing. I'm glad she (laughs) did it. But it also turned reading into a chore for me. Yeah. So I gained this habit of looking ahead to see how much reading I had left, which made it, I didn't allow me to stay in the book. But Harry Potter was the only book that I never did that. I was always like, oh, I'm so gripped. I was, it was also, I think the third book came out when I was like 13. And that's when it started getting popular and it was great because I was I read the first one and I had two more books ready. And then as soon as I had kinda of finished them, the fourth was like getting it's like yeah. steam and I knew it was coming out and it was the first book I looked forward to. Like you know, you get oh, yeah. you look forward to movies coming out and all that stuff, but I had never been like Oh, this book's about to come out, people, and the whole world was like, "Oh, this
2: book's about to come out, people," uh, and it was crazy. It was a phenomenon. I remember when the last book came out. It was like it was so exciting. I was flying through London, and I specifically waited because I wanted to get my copy in London. Because mm-hmm. so I was like, it'll oh, have wow. the pound sign on it. Yeah. And I was like, that would be really cool. So we were. I was like on a family trip, and we stopped there, and I like got my book, and then
0: we went on over. But I definitely had no idea how to correctly pronounce Hermione. No, me neither. Her- Hermione. <laughs> Hermione I it was. Hermione. I was like Hermione. Hermione? <laughs> her- her- In my her- brain, I was like, this is maybe right. Mm, <laughs> her- I'm not sure. But I think it was one of the first books that I actually read more than twice each. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I was just so into it. Oh,
1: yeah. I've read all of them twice. Mm-hmm. And I've read the first three and four, probably three and four times. Because yeah, when the yeah. fourth came out, I was like, I'll just reread them. And then when the fifth came, out, I was like, I'll just reread them. Yeah. And then I didn't do that for the sixth and seventh. I, maybe I only read the seventh once. Because I think yeah, I think yeah, I, I think was I, I, I finished. You a little know? bit older yeah. than yeah. Maybe little,
2: what, what's your favorite book?
1: Oh my! Well, my favorite oh, book looks um, like <laughs> my favorite book.
0: Your, to- your toaster strudels ready? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think. Oh man, that's tough. I lo- I love everyone loves four. Mm-hmm. Four is a blast, but I love three. I think three is the
0: best. I think three with the time travel, which I always enjoy. You got time travel. You got time travel. You got serious black. A a little more darkness. You've got like,
1: oh shit, Mm -hmm. this is not just a flavor of the week uh, situation. Like, it's like, oh, there's a lot of depth to the evil that is afoot. You hear about Azkaban. You hear about like, Uh, death eaters more in this like it just like the whole dark world and and
0: it's clearly happens and is picked up in the cinematic adaptations yeah three Um, is when they get like Guadon three is the best movie by far and it's so good yeah
1: and the the whole like the the Patronus and like the relationship to Harry and his parents Mm. uh, and like it was it's just a really like Mm. it touches on everything
0: which book is where he begets uh, hits puberty like hard and becomes like a dick Five is where he's, four and five. Four, well, four, four and is when five. he gets yeah, like right, no. Right. Four is like sexy time. Period. Yeah. Everyone's he also, like, Ooh. he's he's like, but there's helped me. But there's one where he's like just literally. Yeah. Five. He like Cho <laughs>
2: in the room. Well, that doesn't happen. Oh.
0: <laughs> Whoa, never, whoa, whoa, whoa! We Miles, don't talk about Mile. F- never. No. I
2: when I was a teenager, I read God. five over and over because I was so. The book is pretty horny, and like as a teenager, yeah, I was like, I guess oh, four and
0: five were both very horny. That's Joe, yeah. like he's I mean, with Joe, and you immediately jumped to. F- <laughs> In the room of requirements, he like
2: hooks up with Joe hard in the room yeah, of requirements. They requirement.
0: make out. They they snog a bit. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah. they, I don't think I don't think they <laughs> I don't think they're snorkeling. I think they're snogging. <laughs> wow, I just coined that. I don't that's know if that's the, <laughs> that's the British
1: term. That's the British term snorkeling. Uh, I wish I could snorkel with well, Joe. Our few British <laughs> listeners will be thrilled. Uh, well, yeah, I. I um, what else about three is good is that uh, Malfoy gets punched in the face. Yes. And oh, I it, love you've that. been living with this this pompous dick for three books. And you're mm-hmm. like, man, this kid needs to get some fucking retribution. Because he really doesn't get it. Like, yeah. he's getting away with bullshit. Yeah. Like, Snape's letting him get away with bullshit. You're like, what the fuck is going on? This kid sucks. And then finally, <laughs> Hermione punches him in the face. And you're like,
2: Yeah! <laughs>
1: yeah! <laughs>
0: Did you remember seeing the first film and thinking how casting did not align with what your imagination was? You know how that happens a lot. Mm. You're a big fan of a book series. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, they cast. And I think the Harry Potter cast is incredible. But yeah. some of them like slightly, it's always like a rude awakening where you're like, oh, it's not exactly how I picture. Who, I know who, did one, you, who is that for you? Well, I think one of the main characters was probably Hermione. Because in the books, if you remember, they described her for most of it until I guess the, the Yule Ball as mm-hmm. like, really bushy-haired, yeah. which they drop after the first movie. They're like, <laughs> right? okay, we're not going to tease Emma Watson's hair anymore. <laughs> and like, she had like buck teeth. Like yeah. her front teeth were like squirrely. That's right. She was, she had for lack of a better term, she looked smart. She was supposed to look like mm-hmm. oh she's the really smart person yeah. who doesn't care about how she looks. She's just like all about you know rocking them academics. Mm-hmm. And then you see Emma Watson, you're like wow she is so cute. Yeah, she's yeah. Cute. She
1: was cute. And then uh, the whole storyline she had shitty teeth because her parents were dentists and they were making her do duly- the yes they were like fine with magic but you have to wear braces. <laughs> you have to wear. <laughs> they were like braces. you can use magic everywhere <laughs> but don't fuck with our
2: business.
0: I love <laughs> <laughs> the most muggle thing J K could be like she's gonna have dentist parents. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Wow, Harry
2: Potter's great. I will say the worst casting, I think, of the movies is Ginny Weasley. I oh, feel, really? I feel like Ginny and Harry have like zero chemistry. Yeah, right. There's yeah. no. and Ginny's supposed to be. As she's described in the books as like more beautiful than Hermione. Like very charismatic. And, but like Is she's she? a kid. Well, she, when she grows up to be. Uh, when her, I think it's when her because. Start, you I,
0: I wonder if it's because they knew each other so much as kids. Right. That maybe they just naturally didn't have chemistry because they're like siblings. At oh, that that's point. true. Because he was ten and she was seven. I mean, even hearing Emma yeah. Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe talking about that crazy seventh film scene where they kiss oh, each yeah. other and Ron's like nightmare dream you know when they're they kiss Mm -hmm. each other and they're both like basically topless yeah yeah and they're both like that was the most awkward thing to film oh it's very cute yeah yeah well can you imagine like working with someone since you're nine or ten for over ten years and reading the book and knowing oh "Oh, you know what i think we're gonna have to (laughs) you know you know what (laughs) i think i think everyone accepted all the casting the one that i think made people most mad is when they had to replace dumbledore well, he died because the original actor died, yeah. And then the new actor was, you know, he he made it his own, which I respect. But yeah. He came in with a much more like aggressive, mm-hmm. like uh, forward speaking tone, like, mm-hmm. uh, and I think a lot of people were very used to this like mythical Dumbledore. Yeah, oh, and then he's he became. So
2: <sighs> he always thought he sounded like he was about to die. He always
1: come to my
2: chamber. <laughs> Could you
1: get me that pill case on the cabinet? I need to pour my brain into the sink. <laughs> I, my memory, pensive. Is that what it was? Pensive. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was so. Cool. That was a cool gimmick. I think that uh, J.K. Rowling did a good job, or is it rolling? I can never I don't I think know. it's Rowling. I think it's rolling. I yeah. think it's. I remember reading rolling. once. It's like rolling down. Everything. I always said Rowling mm-hmm. in my me head. Me too. Yeah. But I think she did a good job accepting. And working off of basic mythology of uh, mm-hmm. mystical creatures, and also inventing some really fun uh, devices like the Time Turner. It's a simple way to do time travel, but it was a clever way to do it. Uh, the Pensieve is like so interesting. Yeah, you just put your face in a yeah. <laughs> bowl of water and <laughs> yeah. then you like disappear into someone's memories.
0: Oh, yeah. and the visual effects of the the inkiness and that so that cool. being established was really cool. I think yeah. that's when David. Who's the director? David Uh, Goyer took over? Someone took over, and it was like very— It's when five through the rest or six through the rest. But um, funny story, one of my friends went to karaoke one night, and who was there but— What's his name? Adult Tom Riddle from (gasps) Chamber of Secrets, the actor.
1: Oh, wow. And then they all
0: were drunk, and then they were telling him, do it, do it, say it. (gasps) And then they made him say on the mic, very much— alive <gasps> yeah yeah, that would wow. be incredible yeah i was like nerding i was like where where are you right now i need to go where you are you imagine just being karaoke with like someone who was in harry potter wow i would force them to say some line wow yeah uh, my favorite my friends <laughs> and i's favorite line
1: in chicago was um the in in the pensive in the memories of the trials and you have the son of the minister who's being tried yes and as he's walking away he goes <laughs> 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 like, yeah well, you, <laughs> like, at his teeth, like, like a lizard demon and yeah, like, yeah yeah <laughs> you're like, what the fuck?
0: That's that, David Tennant. That's David Tennant. yeah, yeah it's it's like just crazy. every single fucking like amazing British actor <laughs> yeah. who is world world renowned is in the Harry Potter series yeah. somewhere, uh, even as like lizard tongued son for right. like a hot second right. Well, I guess we added another favorite Eugene Key thing, which is Harry Potter. Love Harry Potter.
2: Yeah. Um, Now, moving on to the next topic, you guys love Pokemon. Uh, You both, uh, I was telling you right before we started rolling that uh, there's a new Pokemon game. You don't know much about it, right?
1: Okay. First of all, let me just say that Pokemon Let's Go, Oh, I didn't play that because it looked like bullshit. I don't Mm. want to catch a thousand Pokemon to level up a Pokemon. <laughs> I want to beat up Pokemon with my Pokemon yeah. until they can barely breathe and then I will capture them. I want them to get them to one hit point, one. I want them looking at me with blood pouring out of their face <laughs> saying, please, be, bleep, bleep. <laughs> riot you, riot you. And then I want to throw a ball at it and yeah. have its energy because I'll know that it'll shake a few times but it'll lock. <laughs>
0: So your problem is you don't get to beat them Pokemon. Yeah, up. so you do yeah. get to
1: battle, but like I don't like the, the candy. I think the candy device in Pokemon Go made sense that you you catch a bunch, you trade them in, you get yeah. you level them up. But I wanted to have the normal experience
2: of Pokemon. Totally, Go. that was my problem with it too. I played it when it first came out, and it was really fun. I was living in New York at the time, and it was cool because like as soon as it came out, I would be walking with like a pack of my friends, and you'd see people across the yeah. street. Pokemon playing.
1: Go was huge. Yeah, yeah. and it was. It was so weird to see people walking around with their head down and like pausing and knowing that everyone's playing the same game.
0: Yeah, especially around where you would. What was it called again? Where everyone had to poke go to stop a, a poke or, or or a gym or where where suddenly there was tons of Pokemon. Remember?
1: Oh yes, yeah. so when you put a lure out or yeah, you put, or there and was like suddenly, a thing mm, happening.
0: A crowd would gather. That was an amazing time. In I think our history right it truly that was like was, a month of it was insanity. the world playing a video game together the first kind of crazy yeah. true like sensation that involved um augmented reality mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think it's going to be historically significant mm-hmm. where everyone's like oh this is where people are like stuck in this virtual world mm-hmm. but they're all engaged almost to the point where i'm sure people were probably hit by cars yeah, there, was a, there, there were was a, several. People yeah. fell off cliffs. There was... Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Why are you playing Pokemon Go in nature? Don't <laughs> well, do that while you're hiking.
2: Yeah. The grass type. Yeah. And Niantic, oh, the company. That is true. Niantic, <laughs> the company, actually made a Harry Potter uh, yeah. a, uh, augmented reality I game. I haven't played it. I haven't either. Oh, it looks... well. It's okay. called Wizards Unite.
0: Oh, man. That sounds cool. Yeah.
2: I hear it's not as
1: cool as Pokemon Go yeah. just because Pokemon is very simple, so yeah. it's very easy to adapt. Wizarding is not simple. Like, What do you do? There must be a you whole. Cat, you don't. Catch there might be monsters. like a whole narrative or something no. you have to follow too.
0: I don't know. I should. I should give it a chance.
2: Yeah, but, but let's
0: haven't. go. Was either Pikachu or Eevee, right? Uh, so there was Pokemon but
2: Let's I've, Go Eevee, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. There's yeah. two versions. Cutest Pokemon. Cutest. Pokemon. I know. Well, you know, what I didn't it's like not, is
0: that I. I like. I know that Eevee is one of the top ten favorite world Pokemon. Yeah, but I don't like her being the star. I don't want to put I don't want to call attention to that. She's everyone's like favorite, but we don't she doesn't need the limelight like Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just there. We all know she's great. So much potential. So much po- so much potential. So much potential. So much potential. Yeah, but she could be know? anything. She could be yeah. anything she yeah. wants.
1: I just special shout out to Ninetales, the hottest Pokémon oh, to ever yeah. exist. That Pokémon looks like she's laying in a bed of herself. <laughs> you know, like her big old tail and then like her face. She was drawn so sexy. <laughs>
0: If, did you want to fuck Ninetales?
1: I don't think I wanted to fuck Ninetales, but
2: I recognize <laughs> if I were to fuck any Pokemon, it would be Ninetales. Yeah, it's a hot one yeah yeah Uh, so let's go came out a little context let's go came out and it's like a hybrid of uh pokemon go and a regular pokemon game you fight normally but the way you catch pokemon is you do like a touch control like motion control throw a ball at them Mm. so it's like and it's Uh. like time it's boo it's not fun uh but now they're coming out with this new game that is for the nintendo switch which is the first pokemon game that is like uh a game where you're out in the world, you're catching Pokemon, that's not Pokemon Stadium, that's yeah. on a legitimate console. Yeah, so it's only pre- been on Game Boys. It's only yeah. been on Game Which Boys. Switch is a Game Boy yes. evolution. Yes, but it's very
1: powerful. But it's also a, a actual console. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. So this new game, uh, the premise is like, you know, like any Pokemon game, but you're in this special new region, but it is open world. So you are like a third person character walking around and the graphics are really, really good. You see Pokemon in the environment. And you can walk up to them to initiate battle. But, like, it's like you imagined as a kid where you're like, I want to be in a Pokemon game. You see all the Pokemon around you. They're like flying, they're crawling in the grass, and stuff like that. Um, one of the controversies, though, there's not all 758 Pokemon. There's only, I think, like 200, or maybe oh. a little bit less.
1: Well, there's only supposed to be 150 exactly. in the first game anyway. 200 is plenty. But yeah. which
2: 200 are they? So, great question. So, it's a mix. It's oh, not every Pokemon. Boy. There is, like, Pikachu's there, but then there's the new starters and there's a lot of new <gasps> Pokémon. new starters, have you seen the new starters? They're very cute. They are very there's the, cute. There's a monkey. There's, there's the, the grass
0: monkey, the... there's the water like Tadbully one and then the yeah. Fire Bunny.
2: Fire Bunny is like Score Bunny. Score Bunny. Really Score is my the favorite. The
0: water one. Uh, he's like a um a tadpole, he's a depressed. He's a Oh, sa- he sad. oh he, he's, he, his, it's actually his storyline. He's a depressed, sad tadpole lizard-like creature. But his his power is to like cry. This is what it looks like. He looks oh, terrifying. He's
1: so cute. Do they have four evolutions?
0: Uh, uh, no, I don't think They, no, they, they, I think they that's haven't
1: announced else. the evolutions okay. yet. No, no no, um, no, no. Here's something fun about the oldest Pokemon. I believe that um, who you chose, Charmander, uh, Bulbasaur, or Squirtle, was actually easy, medium, hard. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember which order it is, but it was basically basically because. Uh, no matter what, Gary, such a dick, chooses <laughs> the one that will beat yours most easily. But I think the first gym you go to is Rock type. Yeah. So if oh, you start yeah. with um, Water, it that's easy. That's an easy gym to beat. If you start mm-hmm. with Grass, it's actually kind of an e- like a little bit harder, but it's still easy. But Fire useless on Rock. Yeah. So I think starting with Charmander was supposedly the hard. Oh, because the yeah. first couple gyms are harder, so you have to spend more time getting other Pokemon. stronger so that you can even get past the first level Mm. now of course if you get stronger earlier on it makes the game easier
0: right yeah
1: so what was the last Pokemon
0: game both of you played Uh, I was actually more of an anime kid oh yeah yeah because I wasn't allowed to play video games as a kid oh Oh, yeah Yeah. I think I saw I watched like all the animes Mm -hmm. yeah which the new one's kind of crazy. Have you guys seen the new an- version? No, well, They're I feel like, like animated I would like to. really different. A Pokemon? Yeah, it's, no. it's like super goofy. Is it super like? Like I feel like the other one
2: was like anime light. It like looks sort of like anime, but it was very Americanized. Is the I've heard the new one is more. It's more anime. anime yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's great. You should check it out. I don't know what's like on, cool. but I've been watching some episodes online. I haven't. the The animation style is like very kooky. Oh, that's so awesome. So yeah. they've continued the cartoon with
1: the generations of the game just mm-hmm. simultaneously with they the different Pokemons. Ash yeah. is still like thirteen. Wow.
0: He's. I don't think he ever. No. Ash went away, isn't there a different dude? No, no, still Ash. Oh, you can't get rid of Ash catch him. That's crazy. But yeah. How- He's 13. They, they replace people like Brock and Misty a lot. He started right? even younger. He starts he started, at like nine um, or 10. Nine or 10. Yeah. Oh, he's right. a child. If you
2: let your nine or 10 year old leave your hometown, well, there's no
1: dad in the picture. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so wh- he doesn't have a lot of Listen, know, remember, guidance in that area. You're
0: familiar with manga or anime. There's usually like one parent, or they both get murdered in a horrific fashion, yeah. or maybe there's just like no parents at all. And that's what you do when you're a teenage kid or preteen you got to go on an adventure kill demons or ghosts or catch little monsters that's true that's what happens in japan yeah it's it's good that pokemon
1: is one of the only rpgs that's not about the world ending so (laughs) every other rpg is like the world is ending and your hero has to make a quest and Mm -hmm. gather some friends and save the world pokemon's just you're a kid who wants to be the best (laughs) and you have to go prove and beat everyone so you can be the best literally best the best ever <laughs> and it's like it's a very selfish quest whereas all others are always like you must light the four towers to save yeah. save humanity from the evil gobar <laughs> and the gobar will come and he sends his minions to fight you and he's you have to go through prisons and, right. and caves but this is just you have to go to a gym and beat dave <laughs> dave yeah, is in the dave's gym he's going to give you a button and <laughs> then you can go to the next town dave's a dick dave's <laughs> a total <dull> dick <laughs>
0: That's kind of why I think with Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Great, fun movie. So good. Um, It's the one thing I was a little disappointed with is that, you know, they, I think every movie, and maybe it's superhero fatigue, has to end with this threat of world destruction. Like every movie Uh, is like the world will literally end. And in this movie, you're going to watch at least two cities get decimated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like hundreds of thousands of people just gone because aliens or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, in Pokemon, they, they literally could just do a movie of, of a dude like running around gyms like totally. beating people fighting, like getting into I mean, it. They, they and I would be all about it. it. They kind of did, but it was really more about, you know, Mewtwo and the science yeah. experiments and all that shit. I mean, then they, they yeah. had to give us something with higher stakes. But yeah. I would have been I would have been down with watching someone just him just like running away from Team Rocket. Eugene, I'd never asked you this, but yeah.
2: how did you feel about the ending of Detective Pikachu? Because I was bummed he didn't stay Pikachu.
0: I was really bummed. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I I figured out halfway through the movie what the twist was, which I won't ruin it for people listening who hasn't who haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I wanted. Uh, I liked. That was one of the most charming things about the film. Right. Was the comedic decision to make the voice of Pikachu Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and like, they just decided i guess there's not to be no sequel
1: because right
0: i think the sequel will be if they continue working as detectives that they need to introduce team rocket as a shadowy crime syndicate
1: i'm surprised there hasn't been a um like team rocket backstory movie that starts with Mm. why they became evil Jesse and James, yeah, or like oh. in, just in general, why it exists, oh, yeah. oh, like for sure. that they felt outcast from the world, that they were like subpar gym trainers, and everyone made fun of them. So they're like, you know what, fuck you, we're gonna steal your Pokemon. That's awesome. So yeah. you can't beat us anymore. And I would like, like, sort of like this Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, like yeah, a little bit yeah, of a yeah. backstory. We're on their side. <laughs> I think there's such potential for a great Team Rocket. It can just be called Team
0: Rocket. Well, because they would be literally like. Yeah. Uh, losers Club basically. Yeah. Has, like the, the so people you're, cool. you're sympathetic to because they were pushed out by the popular kids who always win. Yeah, yeah. and like it could start with
1: them being kids and they're trying to be like Ash essentially, and they just suck. And their parents get killed by a ride on, and like they can, oh, they like they're gifted from their like Professor Oak, like a <laughs> fucking coughing, and like. Are coughing, <laughs> like, what is he? Smells awful. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then, like, the next thing that catches like a muck. They only mm. ever got garbage, but they all their Pokemon yeah. were awful. Jesse
0: had uh Ekans and Arbok, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Ekans. James had the wheezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coffee, coffee, coffee. and of course Meowth, yeah, oh, that's right. Show. Meowth is dope. Me there was dope. that
2: one episode that was like the Meowth backstory that's phenomenal, and like the first season of Pokemon. Didn't in the yeah, in the first oh, season yeah. though, wasn't
0: the leader of Team Rocket who never saw his face? did he, he had a Persian, right? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. an evolved Meowth. Yeah, it was
1: almost like a Doctor Claw character from it uh, was, uh, right? Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Inspector Gadget. Yeah, you don't really see his face or her, whoever it is. You don't see their face. You just yeah. see. Them giving commands to, from space or from some tower, like yeah. where I don't know where
2: he is in. That's what reality. we need
0: in the Detective Pikachu. Wait,
2: was Giovanni? Sequel. Was Giovanni
0: yeah. Red's dad? I don't think so. Was he? You you can d- double check. Let that. me
2: double check that.
0: I feel I like just that... always forget that Gary is uh, Professor Oak's grandkid. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you watch the 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 actual pilot of the Pokemon anime. Your yes. Gary's like all up in it. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's a such significant a character. He's such a dick. Such a dick. But Ash is also a dick.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of a I think a trait in. So I watch a lot of anime and especially like the shonen ones that are geared towards young boys. <laughs> that you know, it's like fighting in action. Yeah. Um, male protagonist. Uh, those protagonists are typically pretty like almost borderline insufferable. Like the boys are just so like, I think whiny might be the right word. Yeah, they're, they're chosen, they're but they're so whiny they're and very entitled. entitled. My God, every every, every shounen anime has like I'm, I'm surprised when I watch one when, when the the main character is is tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. I end up liking like the cool guy who's like quiet and weird. Yeah. Ash yeah. from the beginning is like, I'm the best. And then he like <laughs> loses. like I'm I the guess best. I'm
1: not the best. <laughs> uh. yeah. And then he wins at the end. He's like, turns out I the best (laughs) and then the voiceover which is so funny at the end of every episode if you haven't watched the first season of pokemon the voiceover at the end is always like and so our heroes (laughs) continued on as best as they could will they do better that's to be determined (laughs) we'll see you next time (laughs) but every every
0: other anime with a chosen one male lead is like he thinks like oh oh wow where did this power come from and he goes oh i don't think i can do it but i'm gonna train really hard i'm gonna train so hard to beat the villain and the villain goes ha, ha, ha. no one can never beat me yeah. he can never beat me and then when they fight the first time the, the the protagonist like shows all his power he's like i can do it i can make it happen and the, the villain's like impossible he has so much power i've never seen <laughs>
2: yeah
0: it's literally every anime yep yeah yeah Anyway,
2: although apparently in the newer seasons, I haven't seen the new Pokemon seasons, but apparently La- Ash loses often in the tournaments. Oh, that's nice. And that nice. like that's like a new addition to the thing. I mean, he lost in all of the episodes, but he just went back and fought
1: again. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. that's right. It's pretty much just would lose. It was like a flavor of the week cartoon where mm-hmm. the villains were gym leaders. And they found a new Pokemon. It was always like discover new Pokemon. It's yeah. confusing because the type is different, and then that all always correlates to the gym in some way. Yeah, either they have to catch that Pokemon so that they can go beat the gym, but like all of Ash's Pokemon hate him. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's why Squirtle, Squirtle they bounce like, don't like him. Yeah. like Charmander is the one who kind of likes him because literally he saves Charmander's life. Right. All yeah. the other Pokemon are like, ah, yeah,
0: Bulbasaur is so moody. Maybe most Pokemon just hate their trainers, you know. Of course I they can't do. imagine living in that little ball. Right. And also, just all the only time you're let out is to fight. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Well, what's what was your other favorite cartoons? Or what are your okay. favorite cartoons? This is what we're
1: talking about. I grew up without Disney Channel, without Cartoon Network until I was like in, I'm so mid-teens. So I only had Nickelodeon. So your big But Nicktoons. I was fine with that because the Nicktoons were amazing. I was huge into Rugrats as a kid. I know. Loved yeah, it. Yeah. And then I, my older generation before like uh, Spongebob, because that was like when I'm on the way out. So I watched the first couple seasons of Spongebob, but I filtered out because I went to college. But I liked um, All Real Monsters a ton. It was so weird, so <laughs> bizarre. Um, I liked Angry Beavers, okay. It wasn't my favorite, but I always watched it. Hey Arnold was amazing, amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, Early yeah. Doug was great. Um, the what am I thinking that I really loved on Nicktoons? I I was okay. Rocket Power was like fine. It was like <laughs> fine, whatever. I'll watch this, I guess. Um, what about Wild Thornberries. Wild Thornberries was very good, albeit annoying.
0: But mainly the dad.
1: Yes, the dad nah, was nah, great. Nah, I nah, just nah, like <laughs> I wasn't ever super enthralled with it, but I definitely watched every episode. But it wasn't my favorite. It was just in the sandwich. Yeah, sandwich you're a big Rugrats,
0: Rugrats kid. Mm. Mm. Such a big Rugrats kid. Yeah, and I think. And it's, you like Fairly Odd Parents.
1: I like Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. that's also like a little late. It's like when I'm a teenager and I'm still watching it. But we got uh, eventually got Disney Channel and Cartoon Network, and then. But I, I, because of that, I never watched Dexter's Laboratory. I never watched Powerpuff like Power Girls. Girls. I didn't watch any of that. And it's just Ugh, it's not so good. Not something I watched.
0: And I feel like those were just... Cartoon Network got away with just a little more like adult humor. Yeah.
1: Other yeah. than Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was and fucking bonkers. crazy. Ren and Stimpy was bonkers. Very adult and just... Almost like too adult.
0: When you look back, oh, yeah. there's some pretty gnarly... Like I remember one where they're removing teeth oh like in a oh, close-up yeah. you see like oh. the nerve endings coming out yeah. and i just thought as a kid like oh this is cool an adult but now as an adult i'm like oh that's not fun to watch for anybody. But
1: the yeah. only thing was that spongebob was the only cartoon that carried on the cl- gl- grotesque close-up
0: shots oh the one where they're like suddenly cuts into spongebob who's uh, yeah. tired and he just has it's just like a perfectly <laughs> illustrated like Disgusting. disgusting well Ren and Stimpy was yeah. the first in
1: my memory to do exactly yeah. that they would do the close punch-ins of like just disgust like if they're like my teeth are gross what do you mean and it would be a close-up of the grossest <laughs> teeth in a mouth and like uh flapjack did that um a little bit some mm-hmm. other cartoons did that but very few but spongebob albeit super family friendly <laughs> did use the ultra grotesque close-up
0: yeah those are really funny
1: in late college a cartoon that I had always been waiting to come out because I had watched the pilot on YouTube and I was always waiting for this cartoon to happen. I never thought it would. Adventure Time oh, yeah. came out. <laughs> Adventure and it Time was, is amazing. It is. If if somehow you don't know about Adventure Time, it is an actual narrative, uh, long story cartoon that still has all the excitement of a flavor of the week cartoon, but it has a crazy long storyline. Whatever happens in this episode happens in the universe. People, yeah. if if something happens to a character that almost always that character has that impairment in the following rest of the season. Oh, but wow.
0: You, do you watch? I watch. So here's a big admission. I watch every cartoon. Yeah. I see everything that comes Yeah, You animated. watch a lot. So outside of um Adventure Time like in this new wave of like American animation, all of them have huge epic storylines. Do they now? Steven Universe insane. That's what I need involved. to watch. I yeah. know that that one I, if I was still
1: in that age of watching cuz I was watching uh that and I was watching Flapjack and I was watching uh that weird one where it's like a hungry it's a cat that eats a lot, but it was interesting. The visual, like he had a pattern on his shirt and when he moved around the pattern, it was almost as if it was like a magnifying glass moving across the paper. Like I can't remember what it was called. It was like this fat cat? cat, fat cat, but it was, didn't look very catty this is current. This is re- no, it was video? the same time as flapjack and um, then, and he, but what you got to be watching right now, you're is, only going to get Pusheen. Yeah. Steven universe, so, cartoon network and put 2009, 2008, somewhere in there. He was a hungry little
0: guy.
2: That cat, Cartoon Network, shirt,
0: cartoon. But if we're talking about Adventure Time, a hungry cat. If we're talking about Adventure hungry Time cat. in the current era of animation, cartoon. you have to watch uh, Star vs. The Force is Evil. You should watch. Um, Steven Universe, there's a new uh, Cartoon Network show that came on called Infinity Train, which is amazing. Miles is over
1: here, I gotta interrupt you, because Miles is over here (laughs) typing in a hungry cat cartoon as if there's only gonna be five to filter through every single cat. I I know I'm giving you bad... Yeah, you're giving me bad (laughs) intel. Do do Google image search Cartoon Network 2008
2: cat. (laughs) All right, Cartoon Network 2008 cat. Tom and Jerry is popping up. Go
1: to image search.
2: Okay, go into image search. Did you watch Gravity Falls at least? Cat Scratch. Yes. Okay.
1: Gravity Falls was Gravity amazing. Falls is incredible.
2: Cat Scratch? This one. This one. Click
0: is it. We rank... Okay. Yeah. it. What? Figure it out. What? I don't
1: know which one it is. okay
0: it. Is this important? Is this a good cartoon? It No, <laughs> but I... Chowder.
1: Chowder. Uh, Chowder. Oh. It was an okay cartoon. You just wanted to find out what the name I of it was. I just couldn't rem- I've been trying to remember the name of this cartoon for years, to be honest. But essentially
0: what uh, Pendleton Ward did with, with uh, Adventure Time was he launched what we call like this new American animation renaissance, which it's very simple animation. All of it's extremely simple, but they go into like hugely epic storylines with a lot of like touches that are kind of like... I don't know. They're very meta, but also very wacky at the same mm. time, and almost like there's a lot of music involved in these cartoons. Music is great. Yeah, but if you check out a lot of the current ones that are running for a while, and and, uh, and Netflix right now is having sort of a, a really cool like pickup of um, adaptations that are geared towards younger audiences of like old. Um, properties like Shira is really good. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. They had Voltron that was pretty good. Right. Um, very queer. All of these cartoons are very gay. Really. Yeah. Yeah. They're so gay, which <laughs> is great. But they like literally are what people are going to look back on with entertainment these days is that they're going to look at a lot of these animations, including things like I mean, Adventure Time had uh, Bubblegum and uh, Marceline mm-hmm. in the end. Mm-hmm. Kiss. Like they they are. Giving these queer relationships in these kids' shows. Oh, that's great. And doing it very effortlessly. They're just like putting it in there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you watch something like She Rod, there are like literally just full on lesbians everywhere. <laughs> it is just like lesbians. It's so good. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, I think where the revolution starts mm. is One, these kids' shows. Yeah.
1: One thing I loved about Adventure Time was that Finn's songs were bad, he was not a good singer.
0: Oh, but it was more about the charm. Exactly.
1: But so often in cartoons, everybody like if it bursts into song, the song Mm -hmm. is like really good. And like when kids sing songs, they don't make sense and they're not (laughs) very good and they aren't very good at singing, but they gave it the same like oomph and like the music underneath it was good, but (laughs) the singing was not. And like the songs were not amazing, (laughs) but they were really charming because Mm -hmm. they sounded like songs that 11 year olds would yeah. write and
0: like really sincere
1: sincere and like Marceline's songs too like they were better than Finn's but they were still like ultra simple yeah you know the oh, girl Marceline. who voices
0: the girl who voices Marceline is the girl that the little boy has a crush on in love actually really mm-hmm. huh. same actress that like that song
1: oh Marceline why are you so mean? I'm not mean. I'm just someone is Oh, I'm attached to my like video screen. <laughs> it's like very simple. <laughs> But then there's bacon pancakes. Incredible
0: song by Jake. And Marceline had the Daddy, why did you eat my fries? Yeah. Yeah. They're so good. I think it's just supposed to like really appeal to kids, but there's a sentimentality. I think it, there's the guise of being so simple. And then sometimes it'll just hit you right in the gut because <laughs> they'll be about something really serious. Oh, yeah. Uh, you would love Steven Universe because there's so much singing in that. I know. I yeah.
1: wanna I Becky doesn't like cartoons.
0: What about adult cartoons, like Bob's Burgers or Archer?
1: She was okay watching uh, the Hormone one. Oh, Big Mouth,
0: Mouth. phenomenal cartoon. Didn't like it at first, and then I got real into it. I love it. Yeah, but- This episode (laughs) is so gross. I'd say that I still, Bob's Burgers is the one I can get most people onto. Mm. I mean, because like Bojack Horseman is kind of like super adult, so some people Mm. aren't into that if they don't want to see that type of storyline. But um, Bob's Burgers is so funny.
1: Yeah, I mean I did love all the late night cartoons in high school cuz you have the Adult Swim which was great because it was like oh you can have cartoons that are meant for adults entirely in like the oldest stuff was like Space Ghost and like that. And like and, oh, yeah. uh, Home, home movies Home 20, movies
0: is which the creator boss burgers did first. Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You have Lab, you had uh, uh Aqua Team, Hunger, Hunger Force. What happened to that? Crazy. Show. It was a crazy yeah. I liked that show but it was it's so crazy murder heavy (laughs) a lot of murder really adult too really a lot of blood yeah and then that's also
0: where um, I first got exposed to Cowboy Bebop yeah which I think was was a lot of um, Westerners uh, first exposure to anime and a great one because Cowboy Bebop is dope yeah Yeah. which they're adapting to a live action film right Mm -hmm. John Cho John Cho's playing Spike Spiegel oh wow Uh, very cool
2: Adult Swim is like such an interesting, like it's such a good idea. Just being like, oh, we're car- a cartoon network. People mm-hmm. don't, wa- kids don't watch cartoons at night. Let's just do like adult programming. Yeah, It's
0: incredible. Like, and they do all this live action stuff too. It's brilliant. Well, speaking of music, all absurd. we have to return to your question in the beginning Yes, because we're talking about music as well. The mm-hmm. last musical I saw, mm-hmm. I had a season pass for a whole year to the Pantages Theater here in LA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the last one I saw was like six musicals back to back. One of which was An American Paris, um, Never the, seen it. The Whitney Houston musical, uh-huh. um, Hamilton, right, came Great. through. Um, the An American Paris, if you haven't seen it, is gorgeous, but it is a dance musical, mm. which is so rare these days. Not on stage, but in movies, they've stopped mm. putting dance in musicals, and it's mm. really depressing. Like, think about the last time you've seen a full ballet number right. occur. I think it's died out because we've kind of leaned into things like biopics. Yeah. Dancers are sort of like undervalued. You Unless mean it's in the like movies, a dance movie in, in a the movie, movie musical. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited about cats.
1: You know, I, I say the Same. one that did was Aladdin, even though it was like an adaptation that yeah. they had a lot of uh, great dance in that. Al- albeit not every song gets a dance, but the Prince Ali song was
0: a full dance. Noir. I per- I
1: think mm-hmm. I preferred that to the cartoon because it was magical to see that many people in this parade. Like so many it was so colorful. It was right. so much like Bollywood and other like fun dancing. It was just so cool.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite musical growing up? <clears throat>
1: growing up, the first, <laughs> the first musical I ever saw was 1776, which is uh, not really? the best musical in the world, but I still really enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, you can sing the whole yeah. show. Yeah. That's weird. I've never <laughs> thought of that. And then the second one I saw was Phantom of the Opera. That was the first I was one I like, saw. Him. This is yeah awesome. There's a me. There's a demon guy, and I <laughs> is he good super or is he bad? I, high. I pity him, but then there's maybe I don't. There's a big I ass don't. chandelier maybe falling I down. Don't pity him, maybe yeah. not. Uh, and then I saw Les Miserables, and I was like, well, that's the best one ever. Yeah. And then I I didn't see a lot because we lived in Tennessee and we had a Performing Arts Center, but you know they only came through so often only like the shows that I would get. Uh, And then I saw Wicked in high school when the buzz was uh, happening. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's amazing. But I still didn't think it was better than Les Mis. But I thought it was super cool. And I was excited that like other teenagers were excited Mm -hmm. about a musical. And it kind of had that same Harry Potter excitement. It was just like a classic story remade in a really fun way, really fun, upbeat songs. A lot of like... High school angst was represented, like the whole like roommate situation that they don't, yeah. they're not friends, that they don't like each other. I thought it was it was a good it was a good musical for high schoolers and college kids to like because mm-hmm. it's about what you're dealing
0: with, it's yeah. like
1: feeling like an odd duck and not having any opportunities. Mine
0: anymore. was Rent in high school because yeah. it was huge and it right. was one of the first albums I bought from a musical because it talked about a lot of things that I was feeling mm-hmm. and it talked about the AIDS crisis and the queer community, but also the music's dope in it. I know you don't like that one song.
1: I don't like the one song. All the other songs I think are great. My problem was (laughs) in my high school, we had a high school chorus. It was not choir. It knew it couldn't be called choir. It wasn't (laughs) choir. It was chorus. And it was like, it was basically you had to have an art credit in high school. That's Mm -hmm. the one everyone took. So it was full of people who were really not interested in any kind of art whatsoever. And the singing was everyone saying unison. No, no harmony. What? Oh, what? I'm telling you, it was. So a that's nightmare. not really choir. So I told you, it's a chorus. <laughs> it's not a choir. And they every year sang two songs, always, no matter what concert it was. There were other songs too, but they always sang the 525 Seasons five, of Love. Seasons of Love. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know they sang it terribly. And they also sang Your Song by Elton John. No, why would they ruin both of those songs? uh, It took me forever to like that song again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why would they ruin those
1: two songs? Because they were easy songs to sing and because Mm -hmm. you can sing that Seasons of Love with But how did they
0: do the solo parts which are like clearly designed for Broadway singers? There
1: were a few people yeah. who could sing right oh. and the people who could sing obviously the only option for them
0: was chorus. wait were you in choir no oh i was there. in choir for five years no i was in band yeah and, and i was could, in band for and five you years. could
1: you could do both but like nobody did um i i was in band and then when i went to illinois i was in a really really good band and we had choirs and i didn't do choir because i was in too high level of band i didn't have time but i was like oh my god a choir that sounds good. How fun! And yeah. I there was even a time like I got to play in the orchestra because the way that it worked is the top. Um, there was a sym- uh, an orchestra just the strings. Is that a symphony? Is that which one? One is one hmm. orchestra Orge- has yeah. strings. Orchestra is just doing symphony yeah. has both it has brass as well, right? No, a
0: a band is something without strings.
1: Yes, a band is without strings or or a wind ensemble. Uh, Then you have an orchestra and you have a symphony or symphonic orchestra, which I think is when you add in brass, right? Because you can can have an... but Whatever. So they had the (laughs) only strings thing and they had three levels of that. They had five levels of band and they had Mm -hmm. seven levels of choir. That means like... So at one of the concerts, the top brass and wind players played with the top string players, played with the top choir. And it was like a professional group of musicians because everyone's playing incredibly difficult literature. And we did this and I was like, wow, this (laughs) is what I've always wanted as my experience of playing music is to have every player. And it was like so good that, you know, in high school, like, oh, you got three trumpets playing a trumpet one part, four trumpets playing the trumpet two part. No, you have one trumpet playing the trumpet one part. You have one trumpet playing the trumpet two part. You have one French horn playing the trumpet, like the French horn three part. Like Mm. every, it was one. (laughs) <laughs> so only one person is playing a specific thing in this whole like 90 group, a uh, 90 person group.
0: That's so cool. it was. Well, I think because you had a really small high school before that, right? Yeah. I, so my high school, even though we always were fighting for arts funding, had over 2,000 kids. So we had a big choir, a yeah. big theater, and, and Texas, a big band. And Texas is really serious about, yeah. um, I was always doing inner inner mural competitions every yes. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going for choir, I was going for theater, and I was going for band. Illinois and Texas yeah. are two of the best states for public school arts yeah uh music specifically i was like at school until about 9 p.m every day because i would be yeah. in the doing the choir shows then the theater shows and the band the, rehearsals yeah uh-huh. yeah because i was an oboe player mm. oboe player and then i quit oboe after all in middle school and then after freshman year high school i quit because i didn't want to do marching band right. because you had to wake up at 4 a.m Marching band blows. It's crazy, and also Texas, we had um, a awesome. huge football culture, so they're even more crazy about marching band.
1: Marching band is so much fun
0: in the performances. it looks really fun in the
1: performances. It's incredible. You are literally playing for the biggest audiences you're ever going to play for in high school. Yeah. You're playing for you know four hundred to a thousand people, and you're traveling to other cities. And what's great is that in the South, everyone loves the marching bands from both schools. So like in the mm-hmm. halftime, you love both shows it doesn't matter if and oftentimes we would go as we were we were like known as a good high school marching band so we went to other schools like obviously everyone's aggressive in the football game but like we would play you play for the home crowd, so you play facing the home crowd and they would go nuts for us and they even knew coming like oh there's there's good the smith county high school band is gonna play like oh (laughs) fuck they're a good marching band and like it was cool because you play for you're the opponent's fans Mm -hmm. and they would go crazy for you and then they w- their own band sucked <laughs> and they went and they didn't go crazy for them. So like every night it was awesome because you're playing for a new audience. Right. You're doing a cool show. We did like our shows were always themed and we had like uh we never did the like the crazy schools that have like a stage. You know, have you ever seen those? Mm. Uh, did you ever go to a marching band competition? I guess you didn't.
0: But yeah, I had to. My
1: older sister was okay. March- oh,
0: both of my sisters were marching. If you ever bands.
1: go to the summer? They like yeah. literally bring out a stage and they're doing almost a theatrical no. show on the field. Well, Whoa. we had a, they had a lot yeah, of stuff. because awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, but it's also like,
0: boo! <laughs> you don't respect the art.
1: <laughs> Fuck you! What's a, st- a stage? A stage. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we had a really intense football culture. So anyone who was involved in anything had to go to the Friday night football games. Of course, that's because the only thing we, you can do. It's a mm-hmm. choir, drill yeah. team, dance team, color yes. guard, band, and we had a huge school. So it was mm-hmm. like everyone was there on Friday night. So we had to sing the national anthem, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, I, I was like really uh, crazy art kid, and we did tons of. Were you in theater? Mm-hmm. So in
1: high in the the Illinois school, yes. Yeah, so
0: I did four years of theater, which was crazy. So, so we had great. so it was great. It was How many like plays a year. Do you do? Three. So you do a fall show, yeah. a spring musical, and, and then that, a one act for one act UIL competition, which is the you fight you battle other schools yeah. with the one act. Yeah, we had really five funny shows, ones. Yeah. Which was
1: crazy. They had a a children's Fall play, and the way it was always going to be like a storybook play, and they let one of the community theaters kids be in it. So we did Wizard of Oz, and the kids were the Munchkins. But there was also a serious fall <laughs> play. So it like the serious actors, which are mostly like everyone wanted to be in the children's musical because it's a show because it's the big one. Mm-hmm. The other one was good too, but it but it was like where 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 we would do this, they would do fences. You know, like totally <laughs> yeah. different yeah, right. show. And then there was a winter play, which is also a more serious show. And then there was a freshman play, which is one of the spring things, and then the spring musical. So they had five shows. That's a, a year. lot of but shows. What's cool is that the the seniors directed and produced the freshman play. Oh, and I cool. came in only as a senior. Got to be the scarecrow <laughs> in the kids show. Got to be uh, the no one's gonna know this. There's a show called The Diviners. Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. No. It's a play about like a southern town, and they there there's a kid who is autistic, and he but he also believes he he's also he's afraid of water. I was at this character who's the main lead, who's like an ex preacher who comes who's traveling through huh. very weird religious tones. Ultimately, <laughs> the, the kid die, drowns because everyone's fighting with each other about religion that they don't notice the kid drowning in the water. It's wow, very sad. Jesus. It's There's a, always
0: some very serious intense, intense but in it was like school. the
1: only serious play I've ever been in. Like mm-hmm. it's a serious show. And then we did Damn Yankees and I was the devil. Oh, which was awesome, Applegate. It was well, yeah. so cool. I got That's a awesome. full theatrical experience in one year.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have such good stories.
1: Yeah, what about. was what's your best one? Like, and that'll round us out. Cause we're running out of time. I
0: played a lot of roles, and I actually was a lot of time the lead, which is awesome. Although I was Get Smart once, and they thought the song "Secret Agent Man." They the audience thought they changed it to Secret Asian Man mm-hmm. just Texas. because I'm Asian, Texas. But um Asian of Chaos. Two of the funniest <laughs> things I did was when a Choir has an end of the year show as well, where you do basically like a variety show of whatever musical number you want. Yeah. And then two years I got in trouble because I chose, directed, choreographed, and performed. One of them was the Dance of the Robe from Aida, which is a, essentially a, a slave rebellion dance. That I had all, like 16 of my friends. Literally, I designed like the tiniest strips. Because they're like in, in rags, essentially. Mm-hmm. And choreographed something that uh, later the teacher said was um, like like the devil's work. And then um, <laughs> the next year, my senior <laughs> year, I did, I did uh, Cell Block Tango. Yeah. Which they wow, told me the many best. times, um, don't make it sexual. <laughs> Cut out all the sexual stuff. You can't say screwing the milkman. You say, I was seeing the milkman. So my friend had to say, seeing the milkman. But I choreographed it. And the one thing they said not to do is the spread eagle. <laughs> Because Velma Kelly says the spread eagle mm-hmm. when she catches Charlie, her ex husband, and, and her sister. Right. And um, if you remember in the film, yep. boom, they do a spread eagle, which looks like the '69. She said, don't do that. And I made them do it. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I got in so much trouble. <laughs> you were just trying to bring. You're just trying to honor the art. But it's so crazy because now you hear about high schools doing things like Rent or Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. Oh, They're doing like modern like shows with a lot of heft. Maybe kids are getting more talented or maybe because like high schools are getting more liberal. I don't know. But the idea of doing something like Spring Awakening. There's boobs in that. In my high school.
1: Also, if you ever are invited to see the show Spring's Awakening, it's the play that Spring Awakening is based off of. Yeah. It is even more intense. I advise you not to see it. It's it's the same but more. It's not a musical, Uh, right? It's not a musical. It's a play, which makes it much more intense because it's not decorated with music. Nope. It is intense.
0: Wait, there's that new Disney Plus show about that Kristen Bell is doing, where she brings back an entire high school. Cast of a musical, mm-hmm. and they redo it, even though they're not professional oh, musical awesome. people. That's so they so cool. redo the musical. Oh, that's brilliant! Which, of course, Disney probably owns half the it's musicals adorable. in the universe. <laughs> yeah. One thing yeah. I want to
1: put out in the universe: I want to do a like YouTube premium product called YouTube Band, and it's every yes. famous YouTuber.
0: Who can play an instrument, and,
1: and even middle mid-tier YouTuber who knows how to play an instrument, and we get together for like a music symposium, <laughs> and we spend a week workshopping and do a concert, and everyone relearns their instrument to the best of their ability, <laughs> and we put on a full, just normal high school band concert. What if we did that's that? Awesome. We should do
0: that, and then maybe um, make it like a small mini series or big mini series where think it's, it's different it's, arts from the I, s- high school. Right? I think school, it'd right? be such a good like. Yeah. Because yeah. there have to be a lot of ex-musical music uh, theater kids. Yeah, who, of course. Who it's musical. sort of the
1: same idea. It's just like we all used to have this other creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great to go back mm-hmm. to your first creative outlet and yeah. really dive into it with the seriousness that you approach your current creative outlet with and see if we... Because what I remember as a kid, and I'll, this will be our rounding thing, is mm-hmm. that my band director said, you can learn to play football, but eventually your body can't play football. You can learn to play an instrument you can always play an instrument. That's very cool. like Unless your
0: mouth falls off. Unless your mouth falls off. I'm sure certainly <laughs> accidents can happen that make you not be able to.
1: But like the knowledge of music never really goes away. Yeah. Like you know, understanding the how you play your instrument is something, if you play it for a few years, it never goes away. Like you still know how to do at least a basic scale. Yeah. You still know how to make a buzzing sound. You still like, you want, you're music, not going to be in shape. Or at least understanding music theory.
0: Yeah. Like it's kind of like when, uh, similar to an athlete, say for example, when I do something in a... uh like a kickboxing class, Mm -hmm. the instructor immediately says you were trained in Taekwondo based on my hip placement. When I do something in dance, they'll be like, oh, you used to be a martial artist, you know? So it's very interesting. So Mm -hmm. I think when you are around someone who can like read music or harmonize immediately, you just know, oh, you were at some point in your life taught. Basic music theory. Yeah. Yeah. I think the
2: idea to do any like art form, musicals, band, like <laughs> debate club with YouTubers oh my God. now, <laughs> club. To, like getting those people to that. Well, go our back dream is to do, to do well, I don't know if we stay here, but we always oh, wanted yeah. to do a spelling bee. Yeah. yeah. We're working on it. We're, a lot We're of working great ideas. on it. Yeah. You know,
1: maybe you're in high school and you're deciding. If you want to join the band or join the theater club or join the chess club and you just don't know and you need some advice, well, lucky for you, in this podcast, we have an amazing segment where we let the least uh, experienced and the youngest of us give you some sage wisdom. Uh, we have some uh, a segment called Advice That'll
2: Go for Miles with Miles, Miles Bonsignore. What's up,
0: my little ponies? <laughs> oh, I also watched that. My Little Pony. Right. I'll watch anything animated. Mm. I've watched every episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Are Crazy. you fucking kidding me? Crazy. Uh, well, Pinkie we Pie, stay pie on, and Fluttershy are the, best the advice. What's the advice? What's the advice?
2: Do you want to live as long as a rock?
0: <laughs> never technically are they alive.
2: Yeah, you yeah. let them go. Do you want the spunk of a Pikachu or a Raichu? And the sexual everlasting stamina of Stanley Tucci. (laughs) Get an external battery. For what? Your phone? For whatever the fuck you Want Mm. I've got An external battery it's got solar Power also which is an added bonus But I can play my Nintendo switch Forever Mm -hmm. I can charge my phone Forever if my headphones go out I can charge That I can charge pretty much freaking whatever I want my MacBook Pro charged Everything but I don't have to worry About trying to find an outlet even if I'm In a coffee shop or something like that and I'm like I could plug in my phone to the wall but then I'm 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 somehow obligated To sit near the wall I don't I don't want to do that. I want to sit in the freaking middle of the ground. That's nah. good advice, Miles. Yeah,
0: I want to plug in my phone. Do your phones die in the day? Yes. They used Is it because to. you use them so much? No. Because uh, Zach's maybe. phone is always near death. Yeah, because he uses it all the time. But is it? Be, but he charges it at night, right? I think it's both. Some people I don't think are like Becky's not
1: one who will like put her phone in the charger at night. I'm like, why really? not? You're gonna sleep. That's crazy. I charge to it. I, I, I charge it. Night every night, plug her phone in because she'll be like, oh, I'll charge it tomorrow. I'm not <laughs> no. going anywhere in the morning.
0: Like, no, you might though. Yeah, right. Why I, not? Just <laughs> charge it. I think that if you, this is my theory. If you charge your phone overnight, which everyone should, your phone should not die from usage for a whole day. It should at least make that it means to you're on your m. phone too long. It lasts me about until the end. But
2: if I'm like if I'm like using Google Maps a lot for work or something, mm-hmm. it'll die. Yeah, or if I'm like shooting videos on
1: it because I shoot. Yeah. Uh, I only use my phone in 4K just so it, it's like as. And because it, it's the only setting that has 24 mm. frames per second on the phone, you have to shoot in 4K to match it with <laughs> our other cameras here. So I'm just constantly running out of battery because I'm using like the maximum video potential. Of but for camera. the
0: average person, Yes, for the
1: average person, you should totally I make can imagine till- kids
0: probably running out because I think kids are probably always on their phone, yeah. but they probably carry their external batteries in their backpacks. It's just mm. the the place I see most people bring it is like to if you're out for a day trip at a festival or like a carnival or something mm-hmm. or at a club. Yeah, people bring them out in their purses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I think it's smart to maybe just carry it in your on your person. Right, uh, mine
2: is small enough that I can keep it in my pocket next to my phone.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: You know what I'm waiting for?
1: A really small or really flat external battery.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit. It's right about now the size of they're my phone. like
1: the size of a phone. Yeah, yeah. It's, too big. And it's huge. Yeah, it's big. I, I need I need them to figure out whatever titanium alloy <laughs> or bullshit they quantum. Yeah. quantum lead maybe not lead whatever they <laughs> need to give me electricity in a little button i yeah. want basically i want it to be a usb port yeah that is a uh, has the capacity of a brick battery yeah you know
0: sure. uh bringing this full circle i bet if you had an electric type pop on like Pikachu. Yes, yeah, they right. could just charge it with their butt. They do charge in the, <laughs> in the
1: show. They do charge their electronics. The Pikachu. Sometimes.
2: Yeah, I remember that being a thing. I feel like there's a great like deviant art uh, image of like a Pikachu with a USB charger up his butt. Well, well now gross. there will be. <laughs> I think there's just one
1: of him like holding onto a car battery going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Wow, that really brings the electric type into uh, modern light. I you mean, know? everyone would be like, i want an electric type.
1: Yeah, I think they I all have great uses, right? Squirtles would put out fires, Charmanders would. Uh, start star fires, fires. <laughs> <laughs> well that has been an incredible podcast if you uh, made it all the way to the end we love you we appreciate you if you want more content check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash try guys we got all sorts of great content there some cool additional stuff you can always soak your sink your teeth into <laughs> miles did you just kiss the yeah okay. i give the
0: camera a little kiss and you know uh maybe you'll get some uh Daring duo uh, Tripods in the future I'm sure Ned and Zach Will go next And talk a lot About fantasy football
1: Yeah <laughs> Check out our uh, Our YouTube channel For the tripod If you listen to this Elsewhere If you listen to this On YouTube You can also find it Anywhere podcasts Are listened to mm-hmm. We also have a normal Try Guys uh, YouTube channel Which is YouTube.com Slash Try Guys And TryGuys.com For all of the merch You could ever want To decorate your little Pretty body with <laughs> <laughs> Until next time Keith <laughs> Hit us with that Tripod theme song yeah!
0: The tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. Oh, I thought we could avoid doing that this time. Is Nezna here?